Good morning, good evening, hello. Welcome to the Gemstone Goddess, where we get high on good vibes. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Cody Harvey. I am also known as Celine Cox. Uh, that is Cox, C-O-X-S. Don't forget the S. I was born in Pretoria, South Africa on the 24th of December, 1999. Shout out to all my Capricorns out there. So if you haven't already guessed it, I am a drag queen as well as a witch. I practice uh, solitary witchcraft at home. I dabble in astrology, Reiki, tarot, uh, kitchen witchery. I do love to cook food and I do love to bake. So sprinkle a little magic in there whilst I'm at it. Why don't I? Speaking of baked, today we are trying the Wedding Cake Hybrid from Growing Stag, which is a local South African company that is growing some of the most amazing weed that you can ever smoke. So, Wedding Cake Strain provides relaxing and euphoric effects that calm the body and mind. Strain yields a rich and tangy flavor profile with undertones of earthy pepper. And I can definitely say my body is relaxed, my mood is happy, and this is definitely a strain that I would suggest you looking into, trying out. Growing Stag has a huge variety of things you guys can check out, so yeah, make sure you do that. Throughout this podcast, we will be looking at a wide variety of topics, uh, from different strains of marijuana to makeup, cooking, uh, skincare, anything and everything drag related, anything and everything magic related. Uh, if there's anything that you specifically would like more information on, anything that sounds interesting, that stands out to you, please do reach out to me and yeah, we can work on something and share it with the world. I have been practicing my craft for about the last four years publicly now, um, but as a younger child, I definitely was into all the ooky spooky stuff and into magic and all of that. Thank you, Wizards of Waverly Place and Harry Potter. <laughs> and I've been doing drag since the end of 2018, but professionally I've been doing drag since the end of 2020. Uh, obviously you need to start somewhere, bedroom queen, uh, and then as you start building your confidence and building your brand and figuring out who you are, you know, moving out into the world, into the clubs, taking drag serious as a performer and as an artist and I must say I am very thankful for the clubs in the areas that have been allowing us to express ourselves and that have been a safe space for us to explore who we are as gay queer people. Um, anyone of the LGBTQ plus can be a drag queen and this is something that I've now recently been been experiencing a lot more with requests coming in from people all over Instagram asking, can they do drag? Can they start drag? Uh, they are a uh, female who wants to do drag. You know, are they allowed to? And it is sad to to think that this president has been set up that only gay men can do drag. And I'm very glad to to see that it's being broken down and you transgender people are, are doing drag. I mean, look at Got Mick, look at Sonique, look at 
Vanessa Van Cartier, uh, the Holland season two winner. Um, just, it's amazing to see how the art form of drag has been evolving, uh, especially thanks to RuPaul's Drag Race that first aired in 2009. And seeing the way that drag has evolved and grown over these years, I only started watching Drag, drag Race in 2018. Uh, the first season that I watched was, was uh, season six with Bianca Del Rio. And I must say that if it wasn't for queens like Darian Lake and Adore Delano and all these queens that on camera kind of, you know, showed they have self-doubt, showed that they they are human, they are scared. That's what I love about this quote-unquote reality TV is they do show emotions to a point. And it's amazing to, to know that, you know, I'm not alone in feeling a certain way about myself, a certain way about my body, a certain way about my sexuality. Um, I'm not the only person who has these doubts. And to have a show like Drag Race where they sit around their makeup tables and talk about how their family threw them out or how accepting their families are, you know, in, in, in the odd case where you have queens that, that have very accepting families. And that is so amazing to see. And as a younger gay child slash young adult, um, not having role models to look up to, not having someone to look up to, and then finding Drag Race, and now all of a sudden having tens of queens to look up to. Obviously, at uh, season six, there was, I would approximately say, under 100 queens, but uh, as time passed, I would easily say there's at least 200 queens at the moment in the Drag Race franchise. And that, to me, is amazing. Those are 200 role models that kids can look up to and be like, but that's me. So thanks to Drag Race, I could say Celine Cox was born. My my drag persona was born. And I am so thankful for that till this day. Uh, it not, not only has Celine become like the main source of income at this moment for me, because it's just something that I have such a passion for performing and dancing and makeup. It's just all of my passions rolled into one fabulous being. And I also now get to be that role model for people that are in the shoes that I was in. Well, that are in the shoes that I'm in, because I still to this day have self-doubt. I still to this day feel that I'm sometimes not good enough for what I do or for what I'm trying to do. Um, That's why this first podcast episode has taken so long to come out and to be done, because... I always worry about what people think or what people would think. And yesterday I watched a uh, latest episode of the House of Herbie podcast. Uh, Shout out to Queen Herbie. If she ever hears this, I would literally live and die at the same time and resurrect. (laughs) Um, So in yesterday's episode, it was about how to start and it was just said that if you don't start, you're never going to start. If you keep sitting and wondering, okay, how am I going to do this? How am I going to start? You're just going to keep sitting and wondering because you're always going to stay in your head. You're never going to go out and make the move unless you start. If you just sit down, press record and start talking, exactly what I'm doing right now, 
I can't tell you how many times I've pressed record and stop, record and stop. And, you know, I just realized to myself, you know, stop, stop, stop stopping the recording. Just record. If something's wrong, go back and fix it. You know, you can do that afterwards. Just get everything out. Once it's out, it's there. It's physical. Then it's no longer just a thought or just a dream or just a goal. It's physical. It's in this reality. It's manifested. So... I, I need to express my gratitude for Queen Herbie. She is someone who has made it twice. Uh, if you know who Carmen is, then you will definitely know who Queen Herbie is. Uh, Carmen started out on YouTube a few years ago, and the first song that I heard of them, a cappella, uh, <laughs> also got me into the a cappella music genre, uh, something that I just feel is so interesting and intriguing. So that is definitely another episode. Anyway, back to the Queen. Uh, Herbie started doing her own thing after there was issues with her record label. And um, she really just said, you know what, fuck the people. I am the person. And she just did her own thing. And that is something I really look up to. And that's what made me realize that if I don't do it for myself, it's not going to happen. Uh, in yesterday's episode, they said they were sitting, waiting for a record label, and if it wasn't for them choosing to do it themselves, watching a YouTube video, figuring out what they need to do, going to classes, you know, doing the things, if it wasn't for that, they would still be waiting. And that is why I can proudly say, if it wasn't for yesterday's video that I watched, I would still be waiting to do this. So, thank you to Queen Herbie. So that's also something that you need to keep in mind if you want to do drag and if you want to, to explore who you are as a person. Just do it. Sit down, grab a pen and paper, and write down whatever comes to mind. Um, I've recently been doing uh, morning pages thanks to the suggestion of a book called The Artist's Way, written by Julia Cameron. Uh, and basically what the morning pages are is in the morning you wake up, you sit down and you just have a stream of consciousness writing. Write down whatever comes to mind. Uh, also in the book, it suggests if you can't think of something, write down. I don't know what to write. I don't know what to write until you think of something to write. And essentially what this does is it allows you to write freely without any judgment from yourself. Uh, after a few days, and I can attest to this, after a few days, the first day I sat and I was like, okay, this, this seems ridiculous. What am I doing? Now, today, this morning, I was literally my biggest cheerleader. After, after just a few days of doing the morning pages, I can say that I am allowing myself to write down what I think. I'm allowing myself to think what I feel and to put that into words. Um, a lot of people are taught from a young age that it's wrong to feel feelings. As a, as a man, you're not allowed to feel. It's it's wrong to feel as a man, then you're not a man. And you know what? I am here today to say it is needed to feel. You have to feel your feelings. You have to sit with your emotions and go through them and find out why you feel the way you feel, why you think the way you think. Um Nine out of ten times it is programming that we are given as a child um, because your parents also don't always know exactly what's right. They didn't get a manual that tells them exactly what to do. Um, so they're also just winging it. And as you get older, 
you start realizing that. You start realizing that the people around you are just winging it. They have no idea what they're doing. So now it's up to you to sit and relearn and readjust and recalibrate yourself to something that you believe. You need to sit and think to yourself, okay, I was taught A, B, and C. Does A, B, and C resonate with me? Do I feel that this is right? For example, I grew up in a household that wasn't very religious in the beginning, but somewhere along the line, we started going to church and you know, religion started becoming a big thing in the house. Um, and that was a place where, I, you know, it was said that being gay is wrong. Being gay, you know, you're going to hell. X, Y, and Z is wrong. You can't do this. You can't do that. You need to live a certain way. You need to do things a certain way. And at a younger age, I did find a website where they spoke of you know, witchcraft and magic and what it actually is. And essentially, witchcraft and magic isn't your standard religion. It isn't your your set of rules that you have to follow, otherwise you're going to go to hell. What I found that witchcraft is, what I found that my craft is, is it's personal. It's personalized. It's something that connects me to the source, to the creator, to whatever you want to call it. Some people call it God, some people call it the great creator, some people call it the universe. I found that witchcraft, quote unquote, is just another way to reach what everyone else is trying to reach by forcing you to go to church on a Sunday and forcing you to tithe. And literally, I'm using the word force, it might be a harsh word, but that's the experience that I had. I was forced to go to church on a Sunday, even if I wasn't feeling well, you know, even if I, well, if, even if I was feeling down and, you know, depression and that is another topic, you know, depression's all in your head. It, it's not. Depression is actually something that physically makes you tired and it actually brings you down. So that is another topic we'll, we'll discuss. But even on days where, you know, I wasn't feeling well, I would be forced to go to church. There was there was a day after I came out in 2015, after the church out at me in 2015, um, where I had uh, a small bag of makeup and, you know, nails and that. I was just starting to, to, pra- to, you know, practice makeup and playing with makeup and things like that. And the small bag was found and it was the morning, and that afternoon I had an exam, a art exam that I was supposed to go do, uh, four hours practical art. So basically, in that, at that time, they gave us 24 hours to paint our painting. Uh, so four hours each day, divided into a certain amount of days. And on that day that my makeup kit was found, I was taken to church, and I was prayed for, and all these nice things. I was basically forced to miss my exam. So... I don't have the best relationship with the church and with religion. So when I got onto my onto your feet and you know I I found out that as an adult you need to take care of yourself. You need to make your own choices, self-discipline, self-motivate, self-regulate, self-feed, self-clean. Like everything as an adult you need to do your bloody self. So yay adulting. Um but yeah, so 
as an adult, I realized, you know, it's up to me. I get to choose what I want to believe. You know, there are right and wrong choices. That is standards. You have your ethics, you have your morals. And in any religion, in any spiritual path, whether it's solitary or a coven or a bloody big religion that's been established now for the last 200 years, there are a set of rules, okay? And those are basically your morals and your ethics. And I do feel that people that go and want to force their morals and ethics down your throat are kind of reflecting on themselves that they also aren't living to those ethics and morals. Every time someone points out to you, you're you're going to hell because you have, you have tattoos. It's kind of just, you know, it's not about you. It's about them. It's like, what are they doing that, you know, might be causing them to to look at the faults that you're making? It's very funny because a lot of religions and a lot of things that I've now read, um, a lot of religious books, religious texts that I've read, most of the rules they have are the same. Most of the ideologies and parables they're essentially the same. If you boil it down to the essence of what it means, they're the same. Don't, ste- don't steal, don't cheat, don't lie, you know, don't do things to other people that you wouldn't want to have done to yourself. I feel that's also where the, the idiom or the proverb come, uh, comes in handy, where uh, you tell someone to take the, the log out of their own eye before they try to remove the splinter out of yours. It's a thing of, and I know that's it's, it's religious and I I understand how you know it sounds but this is what I'm trying to say like it all has merit if you boil it down um you know first take first sort out your troubles your problems before you try to point out someone else's problems um I for example have some aggression issues I do admit that and I do admit that sometimes I can be not the most pleasant person to work with and once I've realized, you know, that the way that I treat people isn't because of the way they're acting or whatever, it's because of the way that I'm feeling. I feel a certain way, so I take out my aggression on the people around me, and that's not right. So that's where the thing comes in, don't do something that you wouldn't want to have done to yourself. I wouldn't want someone to be nasty with me for no good reason, and that's why, vice versa, I shouldn't be nasty to someone with no good reason. That's where things like shadow work and, you know, meditation and breath work and just sitting with yourself comes so in handy. That's why I find that witchcraft or magic or whatever you want to call it is such an important thing in my life is because it helps me take back my power. It has helped me realize who I am. It has helped me realize that I have the ability to change my reality. Everything is in my hands. I am the adult. I choose what I'm having for dinner. I choose whether I'm going to be having ice cream for dinner or whether I'm going to be having a healthy meal. I choose whether I'm going to be sleeping. I go to bed at 2 o'clock in the morning and only wake up at like 10 in the afternoon. That doesn't make sense, but yes, you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, it's, it's up to me. I'm the adult. And that's why as well I feel magic... I get to choose where I want to take my my information, my sources from, and my my beliefs from. So I do have the belief that if you're kind to your neighbor, they will be kind back to you. You know, what you put out, you get back. What you reap, you sow. 
there's a lot of a lot of proverbs and idioms that are in the Christian Bible that I do resonate with. But there's a lot of things as well that I don't resonate with. And I feel that those are the things that a lot of people do focus on. They do tend to focus on, you're not allowed to be gay. You're not allowed to have tattoos. You're not allowed to smoke. You're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do that. But then they do tend to forget about the premarital sex and uh, the bacon that you're not allowed to eat and all of these all of these things. And that's why I feel me taking on the responsibility of my own religious beliefs or spiritual beliefs. I, I, I rather choose the word spiritual beliefs than religious because spiritual, I just feel my spirit needs this. This is what my spirit needs. This is what my soul needs. This isn't something that someone's telling me to do. It's something that I'm choosing to do. And I feel that's that's important is as we go through this life, as we go into this new world, like it's important to do what you want to do. And it's important to find your happiness, to take care of yourself. So we'll definitely be going into all of that throughout uh, the podcast. And there'll definitely be episodes on TLC and things like that. So to keep an ear out for that. So where did my drag name come from? Um, Selene is the primordial Greek goddess of the moon. And I've always loved Celine Dion's music. And, you know, it's the, the name Celine is just so pretty. So I decided Celine is going to be the name. Um, and Cox, we decided on because of a na- random name generator. Um, it just randomly popped up and it was COX. And I thought to myself, you know what? It would be cool if it had an S at the back, you know, just to make it unique and different, and so that's where Cox comes from, C-O-X-S, and if you put it together, Celine Cox, if you say it quickly enough, it is kind of a pun on selling Cox, so I only realized that, like, freaking three months down the line, after someone pointed it out to me, I was like, huh, oh, (laughs) nice, so yeah, um, Celine Cox has been doing her thing now since as I said, 2020, uh, with our first show, Queens in Quarantine. Thank you, COVID, for pushing us to do what we needed to do. And I can just say it's been an experience and an amazing journey ever since. Um, This year alone, I've probably had like 14 different shows throughout these last nine months. And each show, each performance, each moment that I've had, to sit and practice my songs and sit and practice my lip syncs and my dancing and my makeup and the outfits and, you know, all of that, just creating this character and building on this character. It is such an amazing experience that I would honestly, if you want to start drag, I would say do it. Um, there's, There's a lot of videos on YouTube that you can definitely go watch. I started out by watching Trixie Mattel's videos. Uh, I thought her makeup was so out there and so freaking cool that I started by watching her videos. How does she get ready? How, what does she do? Um, you know, that's that's why they say, if you want to become successful, look at what the successful people do. Um, if you want to do makeup, look at what the makeup artists do. Go sit and have a look 
what are they doing? Why are they doing this? You know, ask questions. Um, if you know someone who's a makeup artist, go go to them and be like, hey, can I shadow you for a day? You know, if you're not too busy, like, you know, YouTube is there. We live in the age of information, in the age of technology, in the age of YouTube. And it's just amazing. We can find whatever we want just by Googling. And yeah, I know you have your conspiracy people. Well, I wouldn't say conspiracy because I do know for a fact there's a few things that I've read online that I now can't find. So yeah, there are there, there is information censoring. I do believe in that. But most things, if you need the information, you'll be able to find it. Um, so yeah, just I would say if you want to start drag, if you want to start doing witchcraft, if you want to start making candles, if you want to start cooking, if you want to start baking, find a source that resonates with you, find a drag queen that you look up to, find an author whose books you like on on witchcraft, find someone whose recipes you, you seem interested in if you want to start cooking. Uh, for example, Martha Stewart, Love her to bits. Her recipes are some of the best, especially her desserts. Um, it's it's really, really worth it to go sit. Just take 30 minutes out of your day. Schedule an appointment with yourself. Go to your, go to your planner. Go to your daily schedule. Schedule an appointment with yourself for half an hour or an hour to sit and research whatever your heart desires. And I promise you, just 30 minutes a day, not even a day, like, 30 minutes every three days. The amount of information you accumulate after three days, after six days, after a month, you'll thank yourself. And it all starts by just starting. As Queen Herbie says, as all the famous people, all the rich people, all the successful people say, just do it. As soon as you start doing it, you won't be able to stop. And once you aren't able to stop, things will just get better and better as you go along. As the snowball effect starts, as you start accumulating fans and followers and information, things just start getting better. And I can definitely attest for that with my drag. It's, I don't want to stop doing drag. Drag has definitely been the driving force through through this last year, and yes, you, I do need to take my breaks. My body doesn't always love me after a night out or after a weekend's hard work, but that's where TLC comes in. That's where taking care of your body comes in. And if you do all those things and you do take care of yourself, I can promise you your hobbies and your things that you enjoy will just be so much more enjoyable. You'll be able to focus so much more on the song that you're performing if whatever you're stressing about isn't in the back of your head. That's also something that the Morning Pages helped with. Uh, the other day I had a show, and just before the show, I sat down and I wrote down everything that was in my head, all the things that I'm scared are going to go wrong, all the things that might go wrong, all the things that could go right. You know, there's always, there's two sides of a coin, things that could go wrong, and things that could go right, and always try to balance it out. For every reason you write that something could go wrong, write a reason why something could go right. That is something that has helped me this last while immensely. 
So, yeah, so I did my morning pages before the show, and can I just say that I was so relaxed going into that show, knowing that I am ready for anything. I had this entire debate with myself. On paper, I'm okay, you know, and most of the time, once you see what you've written down, once you write it down, once you can see what's bothering you, you realize just how silly some of these things are. So I definitely would suggest taking a look at The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. It is definitely a worthwhile book to read. Uh, you can find it on Amazon, anywhere your heart desires. I'm sure you can even find it in your bookshops or at a library. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, obviously, as things progress, we will have uh, guests and uh, specific information. So if there's anything specific you would like to hear me talk about, please do let me know. I will be trying my best to get uh, episodes out every Wednesday. And yeah, have a blessed day. Merry meet, merry parts, until we meet again.